Hey, everybody, before we get into the show, we have a major earth-shattering massive announcement. Nikki? Yes, it is that time again, Pete Wright. Our monthly planning membership is open for enrollment. GPS stands for Guided Planning Sessions, if you don't know already. We've worked really hard here at Take Control ADHD to provide you with a service that not only gives you ideas and strategies on how to plan your day and your week, but it also provides time and space for you to do the work and not just by yourself, but with others who understand and support you. We meet every Monday and Thursday, and there are three different sessions for each day that you're invited to attend. We are dedicated to making this membership to be one that is transformative in the way you think about planning and taking control of your time and schedule. There are so many benefits to the GPS membership, so please be sure to visit our website at takecontroladhd.com slash GPS. Enrollment is open now through May 8th. Thank you for your time and attention, and I hope to see you soon. On with the show. And happy new year! Welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on Rashpixel.fm. I'm Pete Wright, and right over there is Nikki Kinzer. Hello, everyone. Happy New Year. We it's been too long, Nikki Kinzer. <laughs> well, you know, it has, but gosh, my break went fast. Oh, it really did. Truly, it was crazy fast. Truly fast. Did you tell me what you did? Tell me everything. Oh gosh. Start at the it, beginning I, and do it no. in real time. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> that would bore our poor listeners. No, it was actually pretty, pretty low key. I stayed in town. We had, you know, little fam- family gatherings here and there and everything. It just, and we had some friends come and stay with us over New Year's and, uh, but it just really just went by fast. You know, vacation always does. Oh, truly. Truly, yeah. truly. Uh, did you have a good good holiday? Oh, I did. My uh, my in laws came into town and stayed with us for a couple of weeks. It was actually it was wonderful. It was delightful. They're very good people and and did much to warm the house and uh, and uh, the kids obviously love hanging around with grandma and grandpa. Um, we went up to Mount Hood, did some tubing. Uh, it was good fun. Was fun. Tried to take advantage of some of the some of the crazy snow that we got uh, sort of late in the in the uh, in the break. And then uh, of course, as we record this, all the kids are off because right. of icy roads here so uh an extension of our holiday that's uh, right this week so uh we are we're kicking off a great series can i say i'm so excited about this series i am too i think this is a great time of year to do it you know january is is a great time yeah i'm excited about this too we're talking all about self-care and Mm -hmm. adhd Uh, before we dig right into that don't forget here's how you find out all about us head over to takecontroladhd.com you can join the mailing list right up there so you'll get an an update whenever a new show comes out straight to your email Uh, you can also find us on itunes and you know what we we haven't asked for this in a long time but we do appreciate if you are an iTunes listener, an iTunes subscriber, head into your iTunes account, go into our show page, and leave us a, a review. Those those kind reviews, those five-star reviews, they help other people discover the show. So if you've ever gotten anything out of this show, uh, if, if you've ever learned a tool or, or found a resource that has helped you, we would appreciate your help in return. Leave us that nice review and help other people discover the show in iTunes. It is still the absolute biggest source of people finding this show is through iTunes. Uh, so we'd appreciate your help there. And of course, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook, engage in the conversation there at Take Control ADHD, and call us, leave us a voicemail at 503-664-4ADD, and get your voice on this show. We would love to hear you. Uh, that's it's it. that exciting. It is yes. very exciting. So, okay, so we're kicking off the new year with 
self-care. What does that mean? That's right. Well, for the next several weeks, we're going to cover a lot of different subjects. So it's, it's not just like, you know, what is self-care? It's a great question. What does that mean? Uh, so there's going to be a lot of different things that we're going to do uh, and talk about. Um, and really, in essence, what happens is when you take good care of yourself, you're really taking care of your ADHD. And that is the intention of this series is to help manage um, your ADHD to the best that you can, which means taking care of yourself. And something that we're going to do new this year, which is kind of exciting, is we're going to have a few guests come and join us to talk about some of these um, subjects and share their expertise which is going to be fun. Oh, so yes. you are going to hear some other um, voices other than just Pete and I, <laughs> um, but we're going to cover exercise, uh, medication, nutrition, mindfulness, sleep. Um, and then we're going to end the series with how to build habits. Cause I think it's really important that we touch upon, you know, not only these subjects of how to take care of ourselves, but how do we build them into habits so that we continue doing them throughout the, you know, throughout our lifetime, not just the year. Cause this is not necessarily about new year's resolutions. This is really overall, you know, taking care of yourself and well and and, for the long term. Yeah. And that's the yeah. one I think that that's important because we've talked about building habits on this show a lot, right? We've talked about building habits in terms of organ your sort of living an organized lifestyle. We've right. talked about building habits in terms of, you know, technology. But building habits around self-care, it's different because uh, it, it because of the impact that these habits have on your physiology and your psychology and your your and the way you relate with the world, uh, they're deceivingly important. And so I'm I'm really excited that we're going to be digging into this and, and that we're having some of the experts that we are on the show. It's going to be great. Yes, absolutely. So we want to, we have to begin somewhere, right? So that's what this um, conversation is today is about where to begin um, and how to make this uh, important to you. Like what, what really does make self-care uh, matter to you. And I think it's important that we kind of take um, a, a step back and kind of do some reflection. I'm kind of big on reflection these days um, and spending the time, you know, to think about that vision that you want for yourself. It's because we're getting um, older. You know that, right? Yeah. Well, you you know, you can't just jump into things because if you just jump in, I find that that's usually, it doesn't work. It, just, <laughs> it doesn't always succeed. So we want success here. That's right. Um, and, you know, I want to remind people that last year we did talk a lot about creating a vision and how to get started and making time for it. Um, so I highly recommend that you listen to those episodes along with these um, episodes ahead, because, you know, if, if you are having difficulty on trying to figure out what that that vision is, that those episodes might help you. And I bring that up with, you know, are you having difficulty trying to figure out what that what that vision is for yourself? Because I actually got an email over the, the break from somebody who said the problem that I have um, is just even having a vision. I absolutely have no clue where I would like to be in six months or next year, much less later. And so, uh, and he asks, you know, can you give me some um, sort of pointer on where I can get started or vision or, or how to basically get started on a vision for himself? And uh, I'm not going to address that here today, but I, I am going to address this question specifically in my blog. Um, so I definitely invite everybody to come visit um, the Taking Control the ADHD blog this week, because if this does apply to you where you're a little lost on what that vision looks like, um, I'm going to have some ideas for you. Well, that's another deceiving one, too. Like you, you, you think you're on a path and then when you stop and really reflect on it, you realize that that path doesn't really give you much joy. 
well, or you just don't know where it yeah. is. Like you don't even know what that path is, right. <laughs> you know, like what do I want? So yeah, definitely. Um, but today I want to focus back on, you know, assuming that, that your vision is about self-care and some of these specific things that we're going to be talking about. Um, so, you know, you asked the question what it means. And I think that, um, what I, I say that good self-care means that you're taking care of your ADHD. And what I have found with clients who are really making an effort and an intention to exercise, eat healthy, uh, meditate, all of these things that we're going to be talking about, what happens is they end up having better focus at work, at home. They seem to be happier. They have stronger self-esteems. They're more positive. Uh, the, the stress and anxiety levels are, are lowered. Um, and they just feel a little bit more in control of their emotions and their thoughts. Now, if you think about if you're not taking good care of yourself, what happens, right? The ADHD is going to be a lot more prevalent in your life. And the opposite things are going to occur. You're going to feel more scattered. You're going to be easily, you know, much more easily distracted, overwhelmed, stressed, unorganized, right? (laughs) Is a big thing. Uh, And you're going to feel like a lot less control. So we know it's really an essential piece of taking care of your ADHD is to take care of yourself. Um, And then, you know, you ask, or I ask myself, what is self-care? And uh, a while back, I wrote a blog post about a friend of mine. I I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast or not, but when I had asked her about how she got it or how she continues her exercise as a habit, one of the things that she said was, I make myself a priority. I just always make it a priority. And I think that that's kind of the mind frame that you have to start to kind of get into when you start thinking about how are you going to take care of yourself you know, now you have to make it a priority. You know, that's a, that is a great thing to, to just sort of make a, 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 an axiom, right? I mean, it really, it's, we, we talk about, it's easy to talk about in terms of finance. Uh, you know, when you get paid, the, the, the basic rule of thumb here is pay yourself first, right? Put, put money in savings or retirement first and then, you know, pay everything else. And, uh, and, and that's something that I think we forget to do for our bodies and our minds. We don't pay ourselves first. We don't make ourselves a priority. I think if we keep that pay yourself first mentality, um, you know, really sort of in our back pocket, um, that means we may start making those decisions to, you know, I'm going to go for my morning walk very first thing before anybody else gets a hold of my time. I'm going to take my time and take care of my body. I'm going to take my 10 minutes and, and meditate a little bit. I'm going to go to bed a little bit early. I mean, those are the things that, that pay yourself first means when it comes to self-care, right? Absolutely. And, and, and I like how you're saying you're kind of breaking big things into small things, right? Like what, you know, you're just going to bed a little bit earlier or you're doing your walk in the morning, you know, I mean, you're setting yourself up for success and it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to do all of these things all the time, which essentially, or eventually I should say, you would like to be that way. Mm -hmm. But when we talk about habits, we'll talk about how you need to, you know, start small and that's what you're saying. And and I like that because I think it's important that people remember that it's it's uh, uh yeah does that make sense? Well, I think it does. Like and I, I, I think for me, it comes down to this, to this, why self-care is so deceiving. And I, I want you to reflect on this in your work with your clients, because my, my personal experience is I don't easily recognize when I am not taking care of myself. Be, and it's usually because I have let the question of um, what I should be doing 
uh, be influenced by so many external forces like, you know, well, I, I, I know I probably should be going on a walk right now uh, or, or a run right now, but, you know, that's a half hour that I could be doing something for a client or billable or something that, that I've been asked to do by somebody else. And, and that becomes like that cascading failure. In terms of taking care of myself, it's that thing that I always do instead of taking care of myself. And then I just forget what feeling good feels like. Yeah. Well, and I think that what you're saying is that it doesn't, it, it, it never really feels like it's as important as something else, right? Yeah. Like it always feels like something else should take its place. Like, okay, well, I don't have to do my walk this morning because I really need to get back to these emails that yes. have been sitting in my inbox, you yes. know, or whatever. Um, and so, you know, you do, you kind of quit paying attention to the self-care part because everything else seems more important. But I think that that's where you have to kind of go back and say, okay, but wait, if I'm making myself a priority, then why is that not as important? Yes. Well, yes, but that's, but that's what I mean. Like it, it, it's when you forget what feeling good feels like. And for me, that's the, that's the, what it all comes down to. When I stop running after I have been running, um, you know, I still have that vision of myself as somebody who can run, Right. Right. I'm a person who's met that goal. I've learned how to run and to run at some, you know, modest distances uh, without killing myself. Um, and so in my head, like I'm, I'm that guy. And so I don't, maybe I don't need to go for a run today. I, f- I forget that it, that it's, it, it's hard and it's so much easier to sit down and look at those emails or respond to these messages on Facebook or to do whatever it is that's on my next on my task list because I haven't made myself like I, I haven't created. And that's why I'm so excited about the habits conversations we're going to have after all these experts, because I haven't uh, really thoroughly engaged the habit of making myself a priority. Right, right. I mean, is that something that you see? Is that how it manifests for others? Well, yes. I mean, I think that, or you see where they start to do it for a while, right? Mm-hmm. And they're consistent for like a month or so. And then a couple of days go by and, and it it gets kind of lost and then the momentum is lost. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty common. But it's interesting that you said you kind of forget what it feels like to feel good. And so my question back would be, you know, how, how do you remember that then? How, when When is the shift for you or how... What does it look like for you when you've kind of had enough, right? Because we all get to that point where, okay, I've had enough because I know I'm not feeling well um, and I've got to get back into the running or I've got to get back into eating well. So maybe that means I meal plan this week or whatever it is. But I think that that would be the question I would have for, for people who are really honestly kind of forgetting what it feels like to feel good. It's like, okay, then we've got to remind ourselves because we've got to get back to that place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, and a lot of things too, I mean, just real quick is that, you know, it's those limiting beliefs that get in the way because people will say, well, I, I just can't follow through more than a month or I, you know, I, I'll try to do this, but it probably won't succeed because all the other times I've failed or it's not, I've never, you know, continued to do this or whatever. So a lot of it too, I think is looking at what your belief system is and how are, how are the current beliefs that you have serving you? And if they're not serving you, then what's a new belief going forward? It's a new year. It's a new day. Um, you, you have an opportunity here every day gives you a new opportunity to do something different. Um, and so we have to kind of look at that too. It's like, what, what am I really holding on to here that's getting in my way 
Yeah, you know, the excuses are are just rich, you know. For me the the biggest challenge and this is what I've what I've been facing and why my my sort of physical health has been kind of intermittent uh this season is because I you know, I was running so well this summer. Every day I was out doing something outside and then the weather changed. And how easy is it to say, "Oh, it's cold. I don't mm-hmm. have the right pants. Right. I don't have the right gloves." You know, those I, the <laughs> gym is so boring. Which it is. I mean, it is. It's horrible. I mean, I, I hate going to the gym, but especially, you know, once I figured out how to run. And and so, like, to let those excuses in the way and let those excuses, uh, you know, become the priority over my own health, that's, that's the challenge. And so, you know, that's certainly what you're describing is what I'm very much trying to do uh, this this new year is leverage the, the change, leverage the fact that the guests have left the house, leverage the fact that, that um, you know, in fact, I, I can put myself before others in this regard because Mm -hmm. i know that when i am healthy and happy and well-fed and well-slept i am better for others in my life oh absolutely well and you know something i just have to say when you're talking about running and i'm not a runner so i you know i'm not the one that should be talking about this but i have noticed um there was a day during my break that I'd gone to the grocery store and it's pouring down rain and it was kind of early in the morning. And I probably passed, I would say probably four or five people that were running in Mm -hmm. the rain, in the pouring down rain. And, and, and and I did think to myself, I'm wondering who these people are. (laughs) Like (laughs) what, what, and, and then it's, I admire them because I'm like, who are these people that it doesn't matter what, the condition is, you know, like the weather condition, like they're out there running regardless. And it's like, it would be interesting to like interview them yeah. <laughs> and find out like <laughs> what question, makes you tick? Who do you think you are, are you? making us look bad? Yeah. But it's like, gosh, where does, where is the determination? Where is your perseverance? It's like, I want to know more about these people. So if somebody yeah. is out there Who's an that's avid... listening? Who does that? Yeah, I want to talk to you because seriously, I'm really curious about how that works. Because I would love that. I w- yes. and wouldn't you? I mean, oh, yeah. would, it, it would be a great thing. And so, anyway, and I feel like I've had that. If I'm already running and it starts raining, I'm in good shape. But where I fall short is the cold. Is uh, the cold yeah, is is the, the? I hate the cold. I hate skiing. I hate like it's just I'm not a fan of it. And so like I can I can actually run through. And you know I always feel better after I come home from a nice you know, a nice run where it started raining. I feel like I accomplished something in spite of, of, a of, of nature trying to be a bit of an adversary to me. <laughs> right. There's that, yeah. there's that feeling. I just, I just won, you know, a little bit. Right. I won. Um, but the cold wins more often than not. I know. I so. know. Well, I support you, Pete. Thank you. You get out there and run Thank no matter you. what. <laughs> uh, you know, the other the other thing that I think we've talked about before and you should reflect on is this idea of, of how hard it is uh, to get over the, the shame that we pile on ourselves. Oh, yes. I mean, especially, you know, you have one bad day and, and you call the whole thing off. I mean, it's, you know, and this is so common. I see because it's it's the mentality a lot of times with ADHD is it's a black or white thing. It's not, there's nothing gray. And so you're all or you're all in or you're nothing, you know? And so, um, yes, I think it's, it's being aware of 
that shame that you might be feeling and being kinder to yourself, being, um, you know, treating yourself the same way that you would treat somebody else. And what I really like is that, you know what, every day, every single morning, we have an opportunity to do something different. So who cares about what you did yesterday and just focus, you know, in the moment right now, what are you going to do today? You get a, you get a second chance. And so, I, I, you know, that's my suggestion is hold on to that and not worry about, you know, that bad day that you had yesterday. Truly. Um, All right. So how do you, uh, how do you encourage people to, to, you know, uh, like we said, to leverage, (laughs) to leverage the time of year, right? I mean, this, this idea of just saying, go reflect is one thing, but how do you actually, how do you actually give some guidance on, on what it means to have a sound and effective reflection? Well, I've got some questions um, that I'm going to go over in the podcast with you today and give you a little bit of an explanation of what these questions mean. But I will also put these on the blog as well. So somebody um, who's more visual can also see these written out so they can kind of go through it um, on their own. So that's where I'm going to, that's where I'm going to start. Let's do it. Uh, Yeah. So the first question I have is, you know, what does self-care really mean to you? And I asked this question first because it really can mean different things. Now we are going to have experts talking about medication and medita- or uh, mindfulness and uh, nutrition and, the, and, and all of those things make sense, right? That's a part of the package of self-care, but it also could be, you know, balancing your life um, with work life and social life. That could be self-care for you or a part of it. It could also be financially, you know, where are you financially with your budgets? I mean, we had a whole series last year, right? About m- budgets and money. Um, and maybe that's a part of your self-care. So there's a lot, or being a better, being a better parent can also be part of that too. So there's no limitation. So I just want people to really think about what does this mean to me? Where am I, you know, on these different parts of my life? Um, and, and where do I want to see improvement? So, um, really just taking some time to, to figure out what your vision is and and where you want to go. Perfect. And then write these down. You know, I think you got to take take the time to think about them and then brainstorm and document what's important to you. Where are the areas that you want to um, focus on and write those down so that you have them in front of you? Because as we know, we can easily forget even with the best intentions, it's easy to forget. So we want to um, document. And then I would say from a scale of one to 10, how well are you taking care of yourself now? I want, you know, if, if I was coaching you, for example, I would want to know like, where are you on this scale right now? Are you at a two or are you at a, you know, an eight and you might be at an eight in your financial life, but you're at a two with balancing, you know, your work life and your, and your personal life. And so we want to kind of have a scale to kind of figure out where you're currently at. And then I want to know what does a 10 look like for you? Where, what are we aiming for? Right? So if, if you're at an eight, what would be a 10? If you're at a two, what would be a 10? Um, and really get kind of a feel of, of where you're at. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. It's that, it's that sort of one degree improvement thing, you know, if, and, and for me, it's, it, I would say, what does it take for me to get from a six to a seven even, you know, what are the incremental changes that are going to, to kind of improve? I, I know what a, I may be able to really know what a 10 looks like, but getting, getting from here to a 10 is, is sometimes more of a challenge. 
Well, and that's and that kind of brings me to my next point or my next question is what do you need to do to improve the ranking or just get you closer to your 10? So maybe that is going from a six to a seven. Yeah. So we, we want to sit and really think and reflect like, what do I need to do this? Um, you know, do I need an accountability partner? Do I need to listen to more podcasts? Do I need to hire a coach? Do I need to go to therapy? I mean, it's like, you got to figure out what is it that you need? What, what's missing that's going to just take you up a notch, which is exactly what what you're saying. Um, I want to know what you're doing. Well, I want to know, you know, where are you really, um, what's the word Pete you know what what are you succeeding where yeah are you succeeding, succeeding right and flourishing that's what I was thinking yeah. you know where are you just really um, flourishing and doing well at and we want to build from that success so if you um and I'll give you an example I have a client who I was working with and the first part that we kind of tackled was his personal life and now we're kind of tackling his work life well he was able to really um really get down meal planning to, to the point where it was becoming a habit. Like they, they had a system down and it was really working for them. So, you know, how do you take that success, that meal planning success and put it into your work life? What area, you know, is he uh, challenged with, with work and how do, how do we transfer that? And I know it may seem like they're two very different things, but there's always something similar that we can transfer over. Um, so we want to know what you're doing well. Uh, we want to know what areas in your life, uh, you know, come easy to you. Um, because there are going to be some areas like maybe you're really financial savvy, um, but, you know, another exercise is just really hard to get in, you know, so we want to kind of figure out what what's easier, what's harder. Again, this is just really kind of self-awareness reflection kind sure, of thing sure. to kind of figure out who you are and get to know yourself a little bit better. Um, then I want to know what your priority is right now, because you may have a whole list of things that you want to change, but I want to know what's most important to you. What's one thing right now that if you really focused on uh, making this better, how would it affect you in a couple of months? How could it change your life? Um, so we got to kind of now break down the priorities. Um, then, you know, now that you're focusing on one thing, we want to know how you're going to make it a priority. We're going back to making ourselves a priority. Um, do we need to schedule, you know, do we need to schedule time to exercise? Do we need to get a gym membership? Do we need to, um, find somebody to walk with, you know, that, that, so we can kind of build in some accountability, uh, you know, what, what do you need to do to make this a priority for yourself? Um, and this is also, I think, along the lines of just thinking through the details, you know, are yeah. you going to be working on it daily? Is it a weekly thing, a monthly thing? Um, but setting that intention of this is what I'm doing now is, is huge. It can really make a difference. Well, that's what I like so much about this idea of, of, you know, the intention is setting who, who I am, who I want to be and, and the person that I am, you know, and that's, it's right. one of the things that's made so much of a difference in, in my life. It's the things that I, I want to do aspirationally. I have to change the way I think about myself as a person who is the guy who does those things. Yeah, exactly. You are doing it, yeah. it you know, exactly. That that's language, a great way to look at it. Yeah. It's yep. been really important to me is that I, I am a guy who runs, so I got to go run now because yeah, that's the, yeah. who I am. I can't change who I am like that. Well, and the second to the last question I have is, you know, what, what could get in your way is if the weather is going to get in your way, then what do you need to do about it? Because you can't change the weather. So what, right. what happens? And, and I think that that's really tearing down the excuses and saying, okay, either you are going to still 
run in, you know, crappy weather, yeah. or you're going to the gym or you're going to buy a treadmill and you're going to put it in the garage. And that's what you're going to do. I mean, somehow you have to find a solution. So I think, but it, that's empowering you to do so. So instead of just saying, well, the weather's bad, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do something different. And, and you have control over that. You get to decide, you know, what that is, but the most important thing here is not just about the running, but just really know, knowing what is getting in your way. Absolutely. What is the roadblock, you know? Um, and sometimes that is not just a surface thing like the weather. It could be something a little deeper. So I'm just going to throw that out there, uh, especially with nutrition and losing weight and stuff. Sometimes, yeah. you know, if you're an emotional eater, there could be something else going on than just, you know, simply trying to lose weight. So, truly, truly. Um, and then lastly is how are you going to remember? Um, again, I think that this is such an important thing with, with ADHDs. You can go into your week with such a great intention of eating well and exercising and doing all of these things. But if the day gets away from you or, you know, one thing doesn't happen the way you expect it to happen, it's so, it's so easy to, to, uh, forget and not intentionally. I mean, you're not doing it on purpose. So what are the things that you need to do? What are the structures you need to put in place? And it could be an alarm. It could be an accountability person checking in with you. Um, you know, whatever notes, you know, around the house, whatever it is, it's going to remind you that this is my priority. I'm making myself a priority and this is what I'm going to do today. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. it. And you know, I'm also excited. I think the last episode in our self-care series, we're going to do some technology, uh, a tech episode, a digital episode on on self-care. And I've got some, I've got some tools, people. I'm pretty excited, especially after the holidays. I got a new one. Ooh, I'm excited to talk about it. (laughs) Well, that's awesome. So yeah, there's lots to, lots to look forward to. So I encourage you to stick with us and uh, share, share the podcast with others. If you think that this would be um, of value to other people, please let other people know that we're here because we definitely want to share this knowledge and the experts that are coming in. We want people to know about them and it's good stuff. It's it is, really good stuff. It is really good stuff. So we, we certainly appreciate uh, everything that you people do to, to help spread the word. And um, uh, gosh, I, I think that's it this time. So where, where do we go from here? Do you have, can we, can we tease a little bit about what's next immediately? Well, the, 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 yes, we can. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's not going to be an expert, um, but I'm going to be doing some research on exercise in the ADHD mind and uh, talk about some tips on, on getting that into your, your daily routine. Excellent. So, yeah, first thing. Next next up is exercise. So you got to stick through it, people. Just, and, you, and then you'll want to go for a run. That's well, what I'm you saying. especially. That's because I'm a guy who runs <laughs> now, <right>. apparently. <laughs> Thank you, uh, as always, Nikki Kinzer. I am so glad that we are we're back past our break. I have missed this show and recording with you. I've really missed it, so yeah, I'm glad we're back fun. back in the saddle. And thank you, everybody. We hope you had a, uh, a happy and healthy uh, holiday season. And uh, here's to a great, great, great 2016. Thanks, everybody. Uh, on behalf of Nikki, I'm Pete. We'll catch you next week on Taking Control, the ADHD podcast. <laughs> <laughs>